Welcome to this, the 38th episode of the South African Equestrian Federation's podcast, From the Horse's Mouth, where we speak about wonderful working equitation today. And I'm very lucky to have in studio George Pereira, international working equitation coach and trainer and judge, um, perhaps in South Africa, better known as an extremely uh, well-known uh, dressage trainer. We're very lucky to have him here in studio, as well as virtually Jonathan Harrison, who's the president of the South African Working Equitation Federation. Jonathan and George, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, I'm very excited to hear about this. It was obviously a little bit of a rushed um, organization because... George, we're taking advantage of having you here in South Africa at the moment. And I've only ever known you as being a dressage coach to high-end riders in South Africa. So I was really excited to hear that you wear many hats in Portugal where you come from. And one of those is being involved with working equitation. Just to begin, would you mind telling us a little bit about what working equitation is? Okay, it's a pleasure. Um, working equitation uh, started a few years ago when we realized uh, not all the horses were super movers towards the dressage. So some horses didn't have uh, great trot or great uh, uh, movements uh, towards the dressage. So we had to uh, find something for them to, to fit in. So uh, as you know, in Portugal, there's something very popular uh, which is the bullfighting, and uh, it comes from the tradition. And um, uh, the working equitation, it's something that uh, basically it's, we apply it in the fields when they need to work with the bulls. Um, it's from that tradition. And uh, uh, it was something that uh, was created based on that tradition. And um, it was... Uh, with that goal that uh, we try to develop something to to make it um, like a, a discipline where those horses That's could great. have a, a, a... I think it's a, another career, but I think it's also really fun for the riders from what I see. It's great fun. Yeah. It's great fun. I think, uh, Jonathan, you early on called it the fun way to train seriously. Yep. Uh, Georgie, that's the way it's kind of been promoted. Uh, I don't know, but certainly within Australia, and yeah, as I say, we've we've sort of followed the Australians in in believing that that's a a good way to promote it. And I really like that. Um, so, George, how did the sport? How old is the sport as a discipline? Not not very old. Maybe twenty years, 15, 20 years. That's incredible. And uh, maybe it's it's. It's a good thing to explain now it, what's the goal. Yes. Uh, the history of, uh, of, uh, of it, it's uh, as well in dressage. Not many people know this, but the, even the, the top dressage riders, some of them don't know it. But uh, the goal of dressage and uh, the goal of uh, everything we do on horseback comes from the 17th century, where we used to work for the kings, preparing the horses in the court for the, 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 the warriors to go into battle and fight. So luckily, nowadays, there's no fight on, on, on horseback. Oh, there's, there's lots of fighting know, on horseback, George. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. So we, we kept uh, doing that uh, and training the horses. Nice. And the goal, as I said, it was to have the, the horses conducted by one, uh, one hand 
and the other hand free to 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 use the sword and like things like caprioles and stuff like that were invented to fight the warriors behind you mm -hmm. and um, again even nowadays uh, in a international competition if you write uh, one or two exercises with a single hand you score more okay. because it's That's... a higher degree of difficulty yes. so all of that uh, we still ride nowadays with the goal of steer the horse of steering the horse with a single hand mm -hmm. and uh, obviously the higher the master's degree in the in working equitation uh, the rider cannot or should not touch the reins with the, the right hand he should do all, everything uh, with a single hand and that's the goal so that's part of the history and uh, that's the purpose of uh, of the working equitation it's beautiful and uh, and to have a really rideable horse which i think everybody wants yes it's nice it's nice to have a nice horse to ride it is <laughs> um and then let's speak a little bit about the demands on the riders so you were saying that they have to ride with one hand and jonathan you were speaking very passionately earlier on the phone to me this morning about the how it, it really puts the focus onto correct training of the riders that the riders have to ride more with the seats because of this Yeah, that's certainly, as I say, uh, when when I came across an article um, written by Tina Karkalin, and she kind of said, when she's looking at a dressage rider, she's looking for somebody who rides 80% through the core, 16% of legs, and 4% on the hands. And uh, in working equitation, riding one-handed, you can't use basically more than 4% mm -hmm. of your hands. So, uh, um, but it also comes from, uh, I was told many years back that the, that the discipline that, or the sport that is closest to horse riding is in fact surfing. And if you look at the body movements of a surfer, they, they're small movements, it's just small changes of weight. And, uh, and I believe that's what the working equitation rider, a good working equitation rider does as well. It's just small um, changes in his weight in the saddle that causes the horse to change its gait and its, its uh, paces. And George, you're involved in George. Portugal with this as a trainer, sorry, and, sorry, sorry. a trainer, coach, and a judge in yes. the in the federation. Yeah. So, what are the different aspects of of a beginning working equitation test? Uh, okay, the most important thing, I, and I believe that happens as well in eventing, the most important thing that we can ever skip, and that's where we really need to focus, it's the dressage part of it. Uh, it's where you really need to be awkward and not try to avoid. Because the, the dressage gives you the full control of your horse, mm. and uh, at the end of the day, it's all about control. Mm. So... Uh, you really need to focus on that. It doesn't, independent, independent of any degree you want to, to compete at, you really need to focus on your dressage. Mm -hmm. Everything else, when you have control of your horse, obviously, uh, becomes a lot easier. And, uh, and that's it. You, you really need mm -hmm. to, to focus on, um, on that. Uh, and the degree can be small. It can be walk, trot. And obviously, in this country where you are starting, uh, you, you sh every horse can 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 do a little bit of working equitation. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, a Portuguese horse, like the bullfighting horses, are the ultimate. But every they horse are. can. They do. are because they have been selected for these for centuries. Centuries. 
but it doesn't mean that uh, any, uh, uh, our our uh, there's one girl in our team. She's vice world champion, uh, and she competed a worm blood. That she she's a super dressage rider. Oh, that's lovely. And she did it with a worm blood, but really a worm blood, a heavy horse, and yeah. she was vice champion on that horse. Okay, that's nice so to know. So they they can do it. They they yeah. every type of horse with good training, that doesn't spook obviously, yeah. uh, with good brain, with good training, <laughs> good brain. exactly, yeah. which is ex essential, can do it. So it's a um, it's a matter of uh, practicing and uh, and again. Uh, in this country, we don't have many Lusitanos, but it's, look, they don't have many Lusitanos in, in Canada, in Australia, in Mexico, and they have teams all over the world. And, and, uh, and yeah. how many federations are now joining I, Working Equitation? Uh, I don't want to lie to you, but I think about 25. Oh, that's, that's great. All over the world. So it's really growing in popularity. It's, it's amazing. You cannot believe how many, how many, it's, it's unbelievable. And and what is a working equitation competition for people who've never heard of it? What are they going to be expected okay. to do? Uh, normally, it's done in two days because it's quite hard for the riders and the horses. Uh, and you you do the, your dressage test according to your level, obviously. And then later on, let's say you do it in the morning and in the afternoon, you have the 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 maniability, which is the the a course. Nice. Always different with the different obstacles, with different designs every time. And then you, in the afternoon, you do that course, uh, and you are judged according to to the the precision. You do those obstacles. Oh, lovely. Okay. The, the the flying changes must be super correct. The horse should bend. The 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 paces should be clear. There's lots of um, things that, uh, as a judge, you want to see. Mm. The horse supple, not stressed. Absolute uh, rideability. Exactly. Exactly. Applying the dressage mm. to the Practical. to the exactly applying like the dressage yeah. to the to the to the obstacles. Okay. Uh, it it must be accurate. Mm. And again, if you if your dressage is not correct, you lose a lot of points. Mm. If the horse is crooked, the changes are light. Uh, is not accepting the contact. All those things reflect in That's your. That's really fun. That's mark. nice. I like the practical application of this, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really interesting thing. It's maybe where we lose a lot of young riders, I think, in dressage is it can be, and I say this as a dressage rider, and I know mm -hmm. you are as well, we love it, but it can be a, a little uninspiring for them. They can't always see the practical outcome of having a really super rideable dressage horse. So jumping lands are becoming more fun for them sometimes, and this is a really lovely way to to it test what you've, you've made. It is. And it, it doesn't mean you cannot do both. Sorry, Jonathan. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> and it doesn't mean you cannot do both of them. Yes. You, you, you can do both. So, mm. and then uh, the, the, the second day, normally we do it on the second day, you have the same where you do it in full speed. And there I don't judge. We don't, you don't need to judge. The only thing you need to see if it's the, they do the, the how do you say? Um, if they don't do mistakes, okay. do the first, second, third mm. obstacle in on on that order, mm. um, and obviously you you see the times. They oh, so correct. it's just on speed. That just one. on speed. Okay, fantastic. And That's then quite fun. at the end, you you see you add the first the the marks from your dressage test yeah. from the maniability and that and the speed, and then. That's really the fun. 
And the speed, That'll teach dressage riders to go forward. Exactly. The speed, <laughs> it's incredible. Jonathan oh. can tell you about that. Speed, it's, the speed, it's incredible. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, and Jonathan, how, what made you think that um, working equitation was something that needed to come to South Africa? Georgie, I've, I've worked with a number of judges from overseas and judges don't talk to people on the ground who are paying their salaries, <laughs> but they don't pay my salary, so they open with me. And, and I realized that we're not quite on a level where we ought to be with the rest of the world. So it was looking for something to fill in the gaps and working equitation, as I say, uh, I, I bumped into a judge from the USA who came out here as a breed judge and I spoke to him and he said, no, this is a great discipline. And I'll be quite honest, every CDI that I've worked with, I've, worked, I've spoken to the international judges there, said, what's your feeling about working equitation? Not once have I heard a negative from any of the judges. Mm. And, and I just know this is, this is the right thing. It, it gives us a foundation that I, we can work from. I think it would be quite a fun thing to set up a challenge team between some like polo riders, some show jumpers, some dressage riders, because all it is, is as you were saying, George, it's superior rideability. Yeah. And it's, it's excellent training on behalf of, of the rider. And as long as these core principles are adhered to across all of the disciplines, you're going to land up with a horse that's more responsive, that's stronger in its body, and hopefully a rider that um, is more ad adaptable to each, each horse and each thing they want to do. Absolutely. I agree with you, Georgie, that that, that is what we are trying to do is just, you know, uh, even, even show jumping is 80% flat work. Mm. The good show jumpers don't treat their, teach their horses to jump. They teach mm. them flat work. Mm. They teach them how to get to the jump. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's absolutely essential. Yeah. George, and then what are the different levels? I'm assuming your your first level, you're not going to be expected to do flying changes. No, obviously. What no. are the different levels, and what are, what's expected? Yeah, it's like uh, it's a little bit like like jumping or dressage or wherever okay. you start from easier levels, and then you have as well. According to the age of the riders, okay, uh, that's good. Beginners, uh, um, uh, juniors, uh, young riders, uh, and then adults. seniors, uh, yeah, adults, um, and then you have all different levels for horses as well. Okay, great. Um, uh, okay. Young horses. Uh, uh, I, I don't know how to translate into into English because we've got our own. Um, Terminology, levels, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Um, but there's there's uh, levels for beginner riders and beginner Lovely. horses, and uh, it's super easy, and and people should join and try because it's. I'm gonna say something. Uh, it's it's more fun than dressage. <laughs> that, just, uh, no, it's look. It's uh, you. You should be yeah. honest, and it's yeah. much more fun because. Yeah. Although, although I'm I'm kind of saying a little bit of a contradiction here when I told you uh, the dressage it's the most important thing it it's it's very important but you have kind of a goal you are treating mm. your horse with a goal to have fun you know a little bit later so and then uh, it's it becomes not, you and your horse it, versus it is. the course yeah and we all nice. know there's this thing about oh but then the judge didn't like me and this and that and there's always the judge and the judge <laughs> at the end of the day in this discipline. 
it's the the the, the chronometer that will tell you if you win or not so mm. you, we take the judge out of the equation at some at some stage uh, that's and that's the speed and uh, and then it's something uh, because of those three days make make a a very nice spirit team when that's it, nice. it, because you you get a friend everyone yeah. start pushing for the other in the speed mm. and it's you forget about competition and you start it's fun it's great fun it creates a uh, feelings I, that you actually don't have in the other in the other yeah. disciplines i think yeah. also the the team element is quite nice because it can it be is. a very solitary sport riding yeah you know it's you and your horse and you ride and you train and you yeah. but it's in a bit of a bubble yeah so that's and quite fun it is fun it mm. is fun jonathan what are some of the obstacles that riders um, while we're encouraging them to come, can expect to see on their first working equitation track? The, the normal ones, or, 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 or basically what, what is a working equitation obstacle is uh, the, the use of the lance. So uh, the garrocha is, is very important, the way to pick it out of a barrel, spear a, a, a ball or a ring, and be able to replace the garage on the barrel on the other side that's that's very much part of your your one-handed stuff but you'll also find there's a, a sort of single slalom there's a double slalom uh, uh, there's a gate there's uh, barrels two barrels or the three barrels um th those are your kind of so there i think they're 18 um which are world recognized uh, across the world as the obstacles and then each region basically adds their own ones so the american uh, the the australians have thrown in an oil skin uh, you <laughs> know stop put funny. on an oil okay. skin jacket and and uh, then ride your horse on etc so in south yeah, africa we can stop say, and put on uh, some sunblock every <laughs> reason has every region has allowed themselves to to add on ideas and it's all about um, fitting in with what we've got. And in, in we were very fortunate because uh, when we approached the Australians, and as I said to George, the only reason why we approached, approached Australia for the rules was that it was written in first language English. So <laughs> it was something they could understand. They had done the hard work already. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and, and at that stage, the rules were copyrights, uh, but we've since had permission from the new uh, committee in Australia to change, change their rules and adapt them to South African conditions. So it's been fabulous. It's been a nice relationship that we built up with, with ANWARE, which is the Australian National Working Accreditation. That's great. And I know George said he gave a seminar this last weekend which um, I'm sure everyone benefited from. What's next for Working Equitation South Africa? How do people get involved, Jonathan? There, there are quite a lot of uh, people who are involved already. The best thing is to go on to, well, we've got Facebook um, accounts for South African Working Equitation. It's Zawe, Z-A-W-E. Uh, we had to go Z-A-W-E because South, South Australia had taken oh, yeah. that one. <laughs> so, so that's why it became Zawe South African Working Equitation. Okay. 
So it is on Facebook. Uh, most of the provinces are also running their own small Facebook ones. And of course, you can contact us on the website, which is www.zawe.org.za. That's great. And where are there going to be more training opportunities for people to come and maybe just have a, have a try at the obstacles? Or, um, I'm most concerned about where they're going to find a in, very long stick, Jonathan. The, yeah. Uh, Georgie, there's quite a lot going on in um, in Gauteng at the moment, Christelle, um, but as I say, it all goes up on the website between Christelle and, and Sarah Jane McCrindle. They're running quite a lot of um, uh, shows up in Gauteng. Um, Pumalanga also has quite a lot of, they've been running quite a lot of shows. We just recently did one in the Northwest, which was fairly successful. So yeah, as I say, it, it's growing. And um, I believe it is happening down in Cape Town, but uh, you know, the, the, the independent Republic of the Cape. <laughs> the the Republic of the Cape. Western Cape. I'm, I'm sure it's all going to come together, Jonathan. I think getting it going and getting it out there, um, it's one of the first opportunities I've had to engage with. I've actually seen videos of it on Facebook. There's a fantastic video of a little girl. Ten-year-old. Uh, yes. Uh, there's two of them, two ten-year-old girls. We had the, we held um, about 15 days ago, just before I come, we had the, in Portugal uh, the World Championship of the Young riders and uh, juniors world championships uh, competition and there was i think it was i don't know maybe eight or ten countries and portugal became championed in by teams and individuals in both juniors and they better george and 10-year-old girls, two 10-year-old girls, you should see it. It's unbelievable. So I would really encourage everyone to go and, and see that. I think she was in the speed part of the class, the one she, video she that had I've to do. She had to do everything. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just the relationship between one hand. Unbelievable. Um, it, it was really beautiful to see. And Jonathan, I think you said it to me early on on the phone. It becomes a practical application for other disciplines. So it's not necessarily a discipline you would do solely by itself but it's a compliment and a little bit of a fun add-on to every rider's repertoire. Um, yeah, Georgie, as I said, you know, with the, the dressage judges that I've spoken to have said that where those dressage horses are involved in working equitation as well, they can see that there's a change because instead of just doing the same exercise around the ring, which in Europe, they don't generally get to go out. Mm. You have something of interest in the arena for them to look at and what, and be able to negotiate gives them some meaning to their horses' lives. So, mm. yeah, as I say, it, it's, to me, it's been a very positive discipline. I think also you speak about the, the bullfighting, you know, and um, regardless of, of thoughts on that, you know, obviously it's under a spotlight internationally. No, but those uh, horses are committed to their job. They are, you know, and they and they do, as Jonathan was saying, the horses are actually interested in it, and uh, you're giving your horse a job. Yeah, and that that uh, 
it's uh, it's finishing in Europe. The the bullfighting in Portugal. Oh, is it? It's okay. finishing. Yeah, and uh, but obviously the traditional the traditional will always be there, and it's going to be replaced by something else. Mm. And I think this is going to be it. Uh, this is lovely. Yeah. Uh, things evolved, and uh, mm. this is going to be, I think, what will keep the the tradition. And I'm sorry, I think Jonathan forgot about something about the news of work of working equitation in this country. I'm coming back in October, Fantastic. and uh, I agree with the with the direct with the. The one that organized things in Portugal about working equitation, the the director, uh, we will bring a, a we will make a, a course for uh, judges. Oh, that's so in exciting! This country, so we will have uh, we will have a few judges in this country, uh, which will help a lot. Uh, it's, it's essential. The judges do drive the sports yes. to a large yes. degree. Yes, and Fantastic. I would like to explain you something, uh, so you can tell, you can. Be aware of how much fun we had. Uh, when we did the seminar, there was a, a, a uh, in the morning we did the, something with the PowerPoint, and then in the afternoon we had two guinea pigs. We did the, the obstacles. And you cannot imagine with two guinea pigs in the lower level, the amount of fun we oh, had that's great. with those two horses. We, that's had, so uh, lovely. we had so much fun that uh, we, we there was one that did uh, the ex, uh, one obstacle. And then the other, and you cannot imagine how much we laughed because uh, it was great fun. And it was just a little show of what you should do, what you cannot do. And the spirit of the team mm. and the, the people that were involved and uh, forget Coming about dressage. That was so fun, so, <laughs> so much fun. And uh, oh. it creates a spirit that... Uh, doesn't happen with any other sport, I think. That's really that's really lovely. I yeah, think that's a great way is. of looking at it. it. Jonathan, so if people want to be on the waiting list for October, again, do they just contact Zoe? Yeah. They, as I say, go onto the website or talk to us through the, the, the Facebook platforms. Obviously, they can get hold of me directly as well. Uh, I don't have a problem, as I say. I have a love and a passion for the sport. So I'm, I'm always available to talk about it, Georgie. Fantastic. George, is there anything else you would like to add before we finish? Yeah, I, I would like to say that Jonathan is doing a great, very great, a great job uh, about uh, promoting this sport in this country. Right. And uh, I appreciate what he's doing for the sport and that I'm always available to help in any way I can. Thank you, George. Thanks. That's a really wonderful. And it also speaks to how much you love the sport that you're coming to South Africa and giving us of your energy. You did say you've been coming to South Africa for how many years now? 30 years this year. I mean, that's incredible. Five times a year. That's really, that's really <laughs> something. So thank you. And it would thank be lovely. You. I'm sorry it's taken us 30 years to bring your, uh, your national sports um, to a bigger audience in South Africa. Jonathan, is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, no. Um, it well, what I was going to say is basically there there are eight levels. As I say, you can okay. they can go onto the Zawe website. You can download the rule book on the Zawe website. You can download the dressage test. Uh, it goes right from um, lead rain up to masters. So there are the eight levels, and you can begin to understand. And yeah, 
find a, find a fun way to train seriously. What can one say? I love that. Lead rain sounds like it's going to be a lot of work for the person on the ground, especially in the speed part. So people, uh, mothers need to start they getting They don't fixed. run the, the, the speed in lead rain. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No, they Jonathan, I think we should change that. Let's make it more interesting. I want, I want to see some parents running. Thank you. Thank you both so much for joining us. Thank we really appreciate much. that. Thank you. This has been George Pereira and John T. Harrison speaking to us about working equitation in South Africa, a very exciting new sport, practical application for testing the supreme rideability of horse and the very good training of the rider. I hope that you enjoyed this. Don't forget to visit the Zawe website. That's www.zawe.org.za. And we'll see you here again next week.